and we're live. Welcome, everybody. This is the Realities Ours podcast, and we're your host tonight, Nate and Thomas. The and Paranoid American. Paranoid American. Dude, we are fucking pumped. We got Jonathan back from Idiocalypse. Uh, the Damn. last time you were on, dude, we just had a fucking good time, man. It was uh, it was one of my favorite conversations that I've had on the show. Oh, so, I love uh, that. I'm, I love to hear that, man. <laughs> I'm very happy to have you back, man. And then you guys have history. Like, Thomas, you were saying your very first podcast, your cherry pop. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, man. That's right. I was was supposed to do one with uh, Gordo, and it kept falling through. And then uh, Jonathan hit me up, and I was like, hell yeah, man. And and he popped my cherry. (laughs) Yeah, but Gordo already had a lot of great things to say about you. He was like, no, go for it, dude. He he vouched for me, so I wasn't just a (laughs) rando, I guess. (laughs) I was just a rando. I'm still a rando. You know, like I met Cheney. I met Cheney. I didn't know Cheney was a woman <laughs> from Conspiracy Chicken. It was just some page I followed. So, like, hey, want to start a podcast? Okay. And then we're interviewing Thomas like three days later, and we have a we started things. <laughs> I love it, man. That's fucking cool shit. And shout out Cheney too. Yeah, shout out to Cheney. Cheney. Cheney rules. Well, we were just talking about drugs. We were just talking about Mexico. We were just talking about like indigenous people. We were having a fun ass conversation before we even started recording. Um, fun's uh, over. Fun's over. <laughs> anyway, so how about these fucking spy balloons, right? Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> it's goddamn aliens. It's gotta be aliens this time for sure. So fucking goofy, dude. Were there we spy balloons in, fucking... in Mexico, or was that like an American exclusive thing? I'm I'm way uh, out of the loop on this one. All they were all over Canada, Canada yeah, apparently. Like everywhere now. Now they're everywhere all the time. Yeah. They they passed distractions, through. man. Distractions. Uh huh. <laughs> Technology from like the 1400s. If you want to like take regular history, <laughs> it was the first time somebody did a spy balloon. Like, hey, we heat this air up. You can go up and see what they're doing over there. <laughs> like, what are the oldest things? Come on. I mean, are they are they filling them up and floating them over from China, or are they are they launching them stateside? Does if anyone you believe know? the fucking mainstream media? Then they let's probably say I do. Yeah, over let's... here from China. Okay. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> yeah. And then an what's, what's the non-mainstream version of that? Non-mainstream version. There was like a. What was it? It was like a fucking educational school or something that was like uh, they had bought one from NOAA, like the national blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I don't remember what NOAA stands for, but like the weather people, they would bought a fucking weather balloon and they put it up. And then the government pretended that it was like a fucking space invader from China or something. They shot it down. Mm-hmm. But really, it was like a, an actual fucking weather balloon and they knew it. Like this is all just fucking distraction bullshit. Yeah. And then some people say they're like cylindrical and metal and they're the size of a car. And then other people say it's just like two buses and it's a huge balloon. And like, so some people want to allude and make it kind of sound like maybe it's a fucking alien ship. And then it, it's and everyone's got a video camera in their bullshit. pocket, right? So how many, mm-hmm. how many non mainstream videos have been put together to get some kind of cohesive version of what it actually was? It was just in Montana. Like, Oh shit. It's in Montana. And then we're like, that's the first picture that we've seen about it. It's like, oh, this shit's in Montana. 
So it came from China to Montana, and no one saw it until it got to Montana. Well, no, they actually admitted now that they saw it two weeks before it even came over the United States, apparently. Like, I don't know. Dude, I don't fucking believe it. We're still talking about it. Yeah, the right-wingers want you to, like, get mad at at Joe Biden because they're saying, like, he should have shot it down way sooner. We let this spy balloon from China come all the way over here and spy on us. Yeah. And so you're supposed to get all like pissed off at Joe Biden that we didn't shoot it down sooner. Well, but they're saying this on their, their phone, right? <laughs> like, I can't believe trying to spy on us from above. Uh, it's like out of Fox News, man. Space real, though, because doesn't China have a space program? Like, why are we talking about balloons when they have satellites? Are, are we up there like, pew, 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 satellites are on balloons, too, dude, because it's all fake and gay. It's all big alien balloons. <laughs> and we're down here talking about the stratosphere when, when it's like, oh, no, they have satellites on the balloons. I, I think it's just like maybe one of our balloons sank too far. No, like, oh, fuck. Well, there's China or yeah. whatever. You know, like. We got to shoot just, that shit down or else they're going to find out it's all fake and gay. Starlink, uh, <laughs> everything. It's all fucking. The only thing yeah. that's real is Skynet. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, man, Unless the SSP me. guys are right. And then they're doing 20 and back and all that goofy bullshit. Is that the space station stuff? No, the SSP is the secret Secret space space program. That is what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, The real fun goofballs. Dude. Gaia's right over here. They're like three miles from me. The whole. They're they're fucking retarded. I'm calling Gaia out hard. And (laughs) they flood my goddamn feed with fucking ads from Gaia. And they're like, that's what I said. Supernatural powers. If you give me ten ninety nine, I'll show you the super secrets. And you're like, yeah. shut the fuck up. And then it's a PowerPoint, just like some guy in a. a I'd click. Classroom. I don't think I'd put my credit card in, man. But I'd click. I want to. I want to know more. What are the secret powers? Are there? Is there video evidence? Human beings yeah. are becoming supernatural and unlocking their supernatural abilities. Uh, you're okay. like, indigo, oh, really? Indigo children. But right? you have to follow us in our path directly we'll show you how to unlock the secrets hmm. just give us 39.99 it keeps getting more expensive the secrets as mm-hmm. you go up apparently the, the secrets uh don't include being able to manifest 30 dollars without some external people getting no, that's, your, that's your first test is to be able to manifest 30 dollars and then you, that's your initiation <laughs> that's tool. Right. You're not allowed to go and earn it. You have to actually just like manifest it out of willpower in order to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas, I wonder if I could do you could you play like an Instagram video if I like DM'd it to you? He can do whatever uh, you yeah. want with a computer. He's a fucking wizard. What yeah. are you talking about, dude? Thomas knows how to do this stuff and I don't. You can do anything. Boomer. I, you could be like, hey, I Thomas, can send you a cartoon story about like when I was a child? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Here you go. I'll give me a couple weeks. Not yeah. even a couple of weeks, dude. He uses fucking AI to help, and it's like 10 minutes later. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to send you a fucking video right now. It's this bitch that, like, she thinks that she's talking to the avian blue, like, do you know what I'm talking about? Them, those, like, blue feathered yeah. bird aliens. Yeah, and she speaks it, and she starts, like, talking in the go, fucking... Go, 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 no way! <laughs> dude. It's I just so guessed. <laughs> it sounds exactly like that. You're fluent, dog. What what's it called? Glo- glossophilia or something? Glosso where the speaking in tongues? Yeah, that's one it, of my powers. 
is uh but i'm just nate you heard people speaking in tongues before how close to it is that not even close not even close i speak in tongues like so maybe i someone needs to clown me it's the bird version of speaking in tongues you gotta make it more birdie it's like nasal like that it takes yeah. practice, which is actually kind of contrary to the whole gist of speaking in tongues, right? Like no, the more it, people it, do it, the better can, they get at it. You can just leave tongues, dude. Really it just hard. comes out. Yeah, I was six years old. It just literally came out of my mouth. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's one of the powers, dude. Like I think that there's an early language. I unlock the powers. You just have to send me thirty nine ninety nine. Sprinkle some prayer water. Like and subscribe. Uh, when I was uh, raised Roman Catholic, speaking in tongues would have would have gotten your ass like exercised in front of yeah. the whole church. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I found it. I just sent it to you. I came from the opposite of Roman Catholic, but still Christian. Not the opposite, opposite. Which I guess would be like Bangladeshi fucking witch uh, <laughs> doctor. I would say that the the opposite would probably be close within the 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 pantheon would be. Um, like Pentecost, like hardcore Pentecostal or something like that's that. How, that's how I grew up. Yeah. Oh. You guys should fight. We could jello wrestle or something. I mean, <laughs> we could we could live stream that. We probably get just, just <laughs> in all seriousness, man. If I see someone speaking in tongues and wrestling with freaking uh, venomous snakes, like you're psyching me out. Like yeah. you're gonna land that first punch and it's gonna hurt me. <laughs> Yeah, Pentecostals go hard, dude. <laughs> they imagine with the, the dead languages and um, pictures of imaginary cartoons to pray to. They have their own <laughs> living gods who can bite you and kill you. Yeah, the, she she find this adds, like the reverb to the... the... <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk, it's the best, that. dog. <laughs> it's the best. This bitch is full crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. fantastic. Everything she just got an, another follower, though. So, uh, no, I'm not. she's about to have another one after this. If you put that in the show notes, official <laughs> dot Akura Akura. I love yeah, stupid dog, things too. Dude, I, share your screen, Thomas. Let's fucking play this shit live. Let's go. I want everyone to hear this bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, hold on. Is your room really that green, Thomas? It is, man. This is a, my green room. I knew it. I knew that it was really green. Be careful sharing audio. Oh, wow. Uh oh. That's She, she's asking if she could buy the open. The blue avians. of the central sun oh, 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 
round, round. Look at all my ass. At it, it, it all. Holy shit! Transmission. That's speaking Holy in tongues, hundred percent. There's no way that's not speaking in tongues. You kidding yeah, me? I played this for my for my my like my one year old, and he started rolling on the ground laughing. <laughs> my wife was getting scared. She's like, "That's demonic. Turn it off." <laughs> Here, hold this thing. Sure. No, dude, that's really wild that uh, that exists, and there's a person that think that thinks that. Dude, it's kind of sad a little bit. And if you go through, like, that bitch has like 400 comments, and they're all about it. Like, the saddest part is that everyone's like, yes. Like, they're, then it's oh, not real. There's that because... many crazy people. <laughs> this, this isn't a real person, though. This is AI, right? This is like an AI account. I don't know. Is she AI? I don't know, man. Every single She's German. picture looks identical, though, man. I don't know. Uh, I, I uh, think it's, is Gaia making bots now? I don't think this is a real person, man. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to, to like de-personify. It tricked. It got me. If it, if this bitch is fake, it got me. Maybe she's like elevated to the next level, and she's That's just why. like her build powers, just she setting up IG accounts, and yeah. Damn, dude. Speaking, speaking she's got like a, a room full of birds that are just pecking on keyboards. Dude, I finished a completion. Like I was flapping my wings and like just jerked off. Like it worked for me. I thought I saw a portal opening in my kitchen for a little bit. Like I really, I was like started to like separate. <laughs> I almost transcended, but then I started making fun of her. I'm about it, bro. I mean, we're we're joking, but I'm all about it. I mean, it's one of the least stupid things I've seen today, honestly, on social media. <laughs> Mostly I just need to be on that. more drugs, honestly. Like, if I was like on fucking salvia and that bitch started cooing like that, like <laughs> I might fucking, I'd see some blue fucking birds too. I don't know. I'd start Maybe, fucking cooing back. Honestly, if, if you're doing salvia right, like you don't even know that you're a human being that has an mm -hmm. ego and lives on a planet. So like, she can make all the noises she wants, and you're you're like psh, you're out there, bro. <laughs> The first time I ever did salvia, it was salvia black because we're retarded, and um, was I guess so what, what's like, black? Is this like, like the like high X concentration, twenty X or hundred like X? So they used to have one called Elephant Killer that was like six hundred X. Yeah, exactly. Stupid stuff like that. I don't think it was Elephant Killer, but um, it was also the very first time I had taken LSD. It was the very first time I did salvia. And I did it out of a bong, like an hour, like right as the LSD was really coming on real strong. Like, let's do salvia. And I hit it out of a bong. You're fucking so, savage, bro. So, so, if I would have had any idea what I was getting myself into, I, I tasted salvia for like a year after that. Like, it's like the taste and the smell, like hitting like the back of my sinuses, all of this, because I did it out of a bong. Like, you know what I mean? Like this black shit, which was the most, whatever the highest one you could buy at the time in 2017. Um, oh, this is fairly recent then. No, 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 no. I gave myself a decade. 2008. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Boom. Um, I'm real bad at time. And uh, it just like hit all the back of my sinuses, back of my throat, back of my tongue and just stayed there. But like immediately my um, awareness of myself and my consciousness was just like split into this huge spiral of a million versions of myself. Like when you put two mirrors next to each other and it just like splits yeah. off 
and each one was a little bit different and i was like aware of everyone and we were all aware of each other for a second i was like fuck dude what are we doing with this shit <laughs> it was uh real heavy man i didn't do it after that like I, i've always wanted to do like the actual ritual way because i've learned with you know dmt and ayahuasca and all these other stuff and mushrooms when you do it in a marijuana when you do it in a ritual context it's a whole fucking different thing when you're sitting here just fucking getting high all the time and smoking like extracts and things it's different it's another thing you're getting fucked up but when you like somebody lights a fire based on the directions and then everybody sits down and everybody has a joint and everybody smokes it and it passes and smokes and it passes and all you just finish like 25 joints in a ceremony it's a whole different thing and it's the same thing with the salvia which well, I've never i think there's a whole other thing too is when you do that ceremony by yourself because mm -hmm. um because like like for example a lot of people's their first or second or third time with salvia is because someone gave it to them and wanted to just see what would happen so to you it's just <laughs> like it's it's not like you, you know anything going into it but if you know what you what you're doing going into it and you prepare the, the yeah. absolute best thing to do is a completely dark room with like a fan that doesn't make any noise going on that just keeps some air circulation and what just the background like, noise they don't go insane yeah, but, but you want like almost zero sensory um mm -hmm. sort of like stimuli you want you want almost the entire experience to be coming from within and not any of it coming from without because it's like the outside stimulations that really make you feel weird and drive you crazy but if you can just what like about like a float tank like if you were in one of those like floating in water maybe like although you might, yeah it might be a little bit too far <laughs> You just roll around a little bit because, man, you start feeling like you're getting pulled into like another dimension, like you're two dimensional. Very physical, very physical. So you'd be rolling in that tank and like snorting salt water up your nose and all kinds of fun <laughs> yeah. stuff. Padded room would be better. Probably. Yeah, padded room for sure, man. No windows, no sharp objects, you know, and then just someone just being like, sit back down. Sit back. No, no, you don't got to stand. No, you don't got to do that. Just sit back down. Yeah, somebody there to involve themselves if necessary <laughs> but stay out of it yeah i don't know it's super powerful but i think that it's not was never meant to be smoked maybe and that the chewing of it and putting it in your lips like like right next to tobacco and stuff like that was like a gradual build and when it starts getting real crazy it's like oh, okay nope spit it out you know like that's like the um cambo which is the poison poisonous toad from the amazon and they take the um, poison off of its back, and then they uh, they just store it up, and they burn like five points on your arm, and then like take a stick with the poison and put it on each of the burnt spots, and it like it's not psychedelic whatsoever, but it's like the super purge, and it hits you in like five or ten minutes, and you can just like your whole body just starts fighting off death. You know, like every white blood cell in your, in your whole body just like goes on fire and you start swelling up and it's hard to breathe. And then, um, like once they see that you've reached the point where like, okay, this is a bit much, you wipe it off and you can immediately feel it like going away again and like you puke some. And, um, you come out the other end like 45 minutes later, like tired kind of, like you went through some shit, but like almost like nothing happened. But also like you, you set off your whole immune system and, and like did this uh, really complex um bodily thing and then it just is there goes a away. health benefit to this or is this like yeah, initiation like, and just like to fuck with you no it's like a jungle vaccine hmm. it like that's interesting i i was hanging out with some fucking construction workers i was probably like 14 it was my first job 
and part of the initiation to be like one of the boys, they take a whole fucking can of skull and you, or Copenhagen. You have to fill your whole mouth with a whole fucking can until you like, like your mom just found it under your bed, right? <laughs> oh my god! Just like stuff your cheeks like a fucking chipmunk, and then you just fucking die. Yeah, just that's a horrible fucking thing. You're horrible. spinning, dude. You're just like your head was like. Oh, it's the Those worst. Guys dude. Will not your friends, man. I hate that you're <laughs> Well, then it's a lot of fun when there's another new guy. You know, that's like that's the fun of it. Like you go through the horrible, shitty situation, and then you get to spread that misery. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's like the um, foundation of the Illuminati. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it works. It's like day in day out stuff. Like human resources. Like Thomas, when they had you butt naked and they all paddled you for an hour. (laughs) That was (laughs) then you got to be the guy with the paddle next time. That's why you sign up, dude. (laughs) Yeah, that's the the number one reason you sign up for it. Make me your piss piggy. (laughs) If if you look in the in like the 1920s uh, and earlier in like old American catalogs, specifically the Shriners, they had entire catalogs dedicated to just dumb pranks that people would play on like initiates into like shriner ceremonies so a lot of them were like an actual stuff like goat's ass or they'd have all kinds of like elaborate you know not like the the shocking handshake things but Mm -hmm. like a little statue but if you like got down in front of it and like kneeled and made contact it would shock you and just all sorts of things that shocked and slapped and poked and smelled weird (laughs) thomas correct me if i'm wrong to be a shriner you already have to be a pretty high level mason right you have to be a high level. Mason, I mean, then you get high invited level gets thrown around, but but there's really yeah. it's lateral, right? It's like yeah, it's not. It would be my like uncle's in the Shriners, so you could be in the Shriners. It, it, well, anyone and Shriners is like the drinking masons, like pretty much in any other lodge. So you can just join the Shriners. You can't. I thought you had to the... start out as a mason, and then you could go into the Shriners. You do. You no? you got it. Okay. You have to be at least a third. Degree. You have to be a master mason, which is high as you can get in masonry. And then the other degrees, three through thirty-two or thirty-three, are basically lateral. So it would be like if you were on a soccer team and you moved around to all the different positions. It's not I'm like sure. the next position is like higher. It's not like the goalie is higher than a forward or left wing is higher than a right wing or anything. You know what I mean? It's just like different positions on the field. So. Once you the get the third, have the little hats and the tiny cars. They've got yeah. the, the hats and the tiny cars. That's the best version. Do you guys get a scimitar, or do you? Yeah, it's probably have to pay for it. Uh, right? I don't you know anything about. It. I don't know anything about the. Uh, I know about the, the Shriners. Hats and the, cars. Other than, the Shriners like, is like the Masons, but funner, man. You gotta. Well, they drink. You gotta get one of those sweet little hats, dog. The Shriners is the right. is the drinking version of the Masons. They they started out, and I think the there's like the Grotto is their version of Lodge. I might be mis- misstating some of that because I that don't know. Like, that sounds pretty gay, honestly. If, I could, if you're a bunch of guys and you have a grotto. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's basically the, the moose club from the Flintstones. You know what I mean? Which yeah. I got really close club. to joining the Elks Lodge. Uh, it was it was fun, man. Like I'd hang out with these old like war veterans and they'd tell me terrible stories. We just get shit faced. Yeah. Yeah. And it then they fun. made me. Like, there was, like, some sort of initiation. Nah, it wasn't, like, an initiation, but they had, like, a packet of papers. You had to, like, sign your life away. It was, like, this, like, you had to, like, promise that you'd never been in an anti, like, an anti-governmental, like, uh, organization. And I was like, I'm you an anarchist. Yeah. yeah, no, I, no, I didn't join them because I was like, no, I hate America. I'd fucking piss on a flag. <laughs> you know, like, there was, like, 
then they kind of like, well, you're not, you're, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. Like, like, all right. <laughs> yeah. We're here, we're here to um, feed in people into the higher ranks of government and stuff. And um, they were first... just old goofballs. They were fun to talk to. Wow. They just love to get shit faced. Yeah. Most and masons it... are like plumbers and electricians, you know, almost all of them. <laughs> it's only a small amount of them that are like doing other shit. Thomas, is it true? Do you get like ten percent discounts places? Everywhere. I heard 30, that was 33 like percent. You kidding me? Oh, thirty-three. Okay, because I I literally heard that that was like a big reason why people joined the Masons, especially back in the day when people were like broke as fuck, because you would literally get like discounts places, and that was like a big part of it. Well, back in the day, it might have been the only reason you got a job. Period. You know, if, yeah. you, if you came in, mm-hmm. and especially if you were like a newcomer and you came into town. If you had a lodge and you had a lodge that could vouch for you, that was like the social credit score before social media and LinkedIn and and having references. It was like a built-in reference. So if you knew the the handshakes and all the the answers to the the riddles and the questions and stuff, then it was basically like, all right, you know, but like I'll trust this guy more than that guy over there that I don't know a whole you know deal. It was just like you automatically get bumped up. It would be like you submit the resume and you've got all sorts of credentials like you're going to get picked over some other dude so that that, that was kind of how it started that that makes perfect sense <laughs> i mean it, it was very practical and it was yeah. it was a, a very capitalist system too because you would originally until albert pike came and changed everything but you would like pay to become a mason and then you would then take your certificate and then use that to like get in the doors, like, you know, buying a little social status card that would get you in places. And then, you know, our Pike kind of helped put an end to that to where that it was no sounds longer like fun, dude. Salesman thing. Yeah, that was a good idea. <laughs> At one point, but like all good ideas, they get, <laughs> get manipulated by vultures and turned into something else as soon as they have some kind of uh, power. Well, and at this point, it's, it had been distorted over and over already, right? Because because yeah, like masonry was – well, you mentioned the Illuminati, and the Illuminati would have been nothing without infiltrating Freemasonry. So they were yeah. just like, hey, the Masons are what's running it at this point in the late 1700s. So, like, if we want to run shit, we got to inf- infiltrate the Masons and then, like, then use our power through them. Thomas, how much you know about the original Bavarian Illuminati? Do you have much history knowledge on that? As much as I think anyone could, I, I hope, yeah. Okay. Well, I was just reading a thing, and it was talking about how it was originally created to kind of, like, uh, have, like, a secret society to oppose the Jesuits. Because, like, uh, whatever, Adam Adam Weishaupt? What is his name? Yeah, Adam Weishaupt. Adam Weishaupt. He had problems with the Jesuits, and the Jesuits were, like, trying to fucking well, He grew him, up right? Jesuit. Imagine going to, like, you know, like, for me, like, growing up in Roman Catholic church school, and always getting your hand slapped and always like, oh, what about, you know, what about the, the sun being the center of the universe? And they're just like, shut up, you know, and smack you. <laughs> like after a while, you would you would grow with disdain, but you live in this system. So originally the Illuminati started as a way to put together like-minded thinkers that didn't believe in Jesuit teachings that might yeah, have Yeah, that's actually what I read, is that they yeah. were basically there to like, uh, they had a secret society and they kind of painted like some mystical shit around it like mysticism and occultism but like really it was about like having like a press and trying to like uh like pu- like a publisher i guess and and able to like uh 
pass books around, like forbidden books that you weren't supposed to have at the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's where it started at, but it was yeah. also uh, an absolute scam. It was it was just like the guy you were talking about earlier of like, I, do you want magical powers? Well, for thirty nine, yeah, because was what that I heard is Isaac Weisop. I just said Isaac, uh, Adam Weisop. Shout out Isaac. <laughs> yeah, shout out Isaac. We just had him on. We'll put out that that's episode right. in a couple that's weeks. Right. That was Illuminati yeah. mind controller. <laughs> Come but, for uh, yeah, no, that's what I heard, that he wasn't even very mystical himself. Like, he didn't even believe in any of that shit. He wasn't. He had to find this guy named um, Baron Von Neige, and he, that guy was, like, super mystical, and he's the one that went and found all these old, you know, Roman and Greek and French and, like, Italian um, sort of initiation rituals, and he combined them all together to make this big elaborate system of degrees and inner degrees, but... Uh, Vaisop was basically like, yeah, yeah, whatever you're doing, just more of that. Go get more. Like, yeah. we need more. It's, he was just like a hardcore atheist. And, like, atheism was, like, illegal to be at the time, right? And so, like, he was just, like, trying to pass around books about, like, logic and the Enlightenment and, like, atheism. And, and he's uh, lying but to everyone. He, he also didn't want to get his head chopped off. So but, that's why. But he's telling everyone that he's got it already. So, like, yeah. he promised you, like, hey, I'll get you superpowers. I got this manuscript from the 1300s. It'll tell you how to fly. <laughs> But like you got to join now, and it won't be ready for like a month or so. You know what I mean? And then like you sign up, and then it's like, all right, Baron von Nige, dude, I got this guy. He signed up in a month. We need to tell him how to fly. You get cracking on that, and then I go and sell it to some other guy and tell him like he's gonna learn how to walk on water. And then I come back to you and like, all right, after you're done writing the fake book about how to fly, do the one about water because and it turns into this like Ponzi scheme where it's like, as I yeah. sign a new guy up and make a promise. I hire someone else to deliver on that promise, and it just goes round robin until it it spiraled out of control a little bit. But all I want to know is, can you fly and walk on water? <laughs> yeah, Probably but you not. have to you have to make it to like degree eighty seven. First of all, but yeah, just <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, it's like like Scientology too, right? When you get to like the highest level, it's apparently it's very expensive. It's not just you disappear and you have a bunch of warrants. <laughs> the ultimate level of Scientology is you drop off the face of the earth and everybody's looking for you. <laughs> you just have to assassinate a few key people and you're in. Yeah. Uh, that's a real weird one that we watched crop up basically almost in our lifetimes. And like it started a couple of decades before, but we got to see the of a whole religion that isn't real that somebody just made up and we all know he's a fucking liar and a piece of shit. <laughs> well, they, they broke into the CIA and stole documents from them. The the biggest um, evidence of like a, a an in, internal non, you know, sort of like international power that infiltrated the government and actually did damage. What was it called? Operation Snow White? Have you ever heard of the guy? I don't know, but I all of a sudden love Scientology. Yeah, Dude, they were badass. They infiltrated the IRS too. Yep. Which is I think it was all. I think it was all part of that operation. Yeah. What they call Operation Snow White. Yeah, and it Where was like uh, Elrond was trying to figure out exactly what the government had on him and his religion. So it was just like, do what you can, get jobs, make friends. Like he suck was, dicks. He was yeah, Project Veritas. Lots of dicks got sucked government. for sure. Yeah, it's mostly dick sucking. I bet you. I'm I mean, just guessing. If you're in Hollywood, you know, when <laughs> <and> in Rome, <laughs> it's Elrond. It's sex magic, dude. He's yeah. like that guy was fucking wild, dude. He did it, man. That's the American dream, really. It's the only way to unleash your thetans. 
And I think Bring your cock over here. He was just simping for Crowley because Crowley didn't have as much respect for him, and he was always trying to like make up for it. So Crowley was like the daddy to Elrond, where he was like, "Daddy, you'll never be proud of me." So then he it just like pushes him to be an overachiever because Daddy never told him he was proud of him. Dude, so, I had read some shit about him and Jack Parsons, Elrond yeah. and Jack Parsons. And I guess they like they I mean they were in a lot of fucking sex rituals together. Uh but like Elrond like stole. Have you Jack seen Parsons those DSLs, garments. bro? Have you, you remember seen those DSLs on Elrond? Does he have some big fat lips? Hold yeah, bro. They, see that they look like they could like curve around three or four times. Can we find a picture of his hog? I want to see if he had a big fat hog. Dude, Thomas, we gotta make some Elron AI art. Hold on. With the big fat, like <laughs> I don't I don't have stem. I don't have the hog, but I do I do have a... just you don't, you, you don't have a desktop <laughs> icon of, of Elron Hubbard's dick. You can just open up immediately. Look at these. Look at that. Though. Oh, look at that mouth. God, you could fit four cocks in that mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. That's how he did his highest magic. Look at him. Oh, dude. He fucks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, look at that. It's moving. Look at those canines, dude. Those are fucking pointy fucking canines. <laughs> A little vampire blood in them. But, dude, I read he fucking stole Jack Parsons' girl. Oh my god, what a bitch. Jack Parsons was the best, man. What an asshole. But I don't think you really own anything in that sort of a, a community slash situation. Like everything. No, is there everything. wasn't supposed to be any attachments, but like Jack Parsons was like in love with this chick and they were like kind of a thing, but they were all open and all fucking each other. And then Elrond just comes over there and like deep dicks her and she's like, Oh, Elrond. And then she like she ends up fucking leaving Jack Parsons and marrying yeah. Elrond Hubbard. Well, marriage does sound like an like, attachment. Yeah, that sounds like an attachment. That's fucking crazy. So he got shit. cucked hard by Elrond and that big, like, hefty shaft and that sweet mouth. I feel like, like, on a serious note, that was part of Parsons' role was to just be cuck for so many different sort of scenarios. Because if you think about it, too. Well, dude, he, he was gets, sugar daddy, too. He, but like, he doesn't get any credit for thing. all of his, his actual research. Like, things are named after him. But you ask kids about, you know, who makes rockets and they think Elon Musk makes rockets or NASA makes yeah. rockets. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Well, dude, Those are the like Nazis, dear. Thing. He was the only one with money. He, like, surrounded himself by, like, insane occultists that were like, sure, uh, let's go fucking summon a demon and shit if you're paying for it. He mainly like, he hauled <laughs> his way there, bro. Yeah. He got some some sugar daddy money, some sugar mama money. Some CIA money or whoever was before them. Like, it seems like it's just the people. It's like all the people that you see in pictures in front of the Capitol building construction. It's just like a bunch of guys with top hats and black suits. Like, we built this. And then you see them in front of this other awesome building. And then we built this too. It was like this. They just came and took over all of the technology, got rid of everything that was cool and open and available, and just like dialed in on this a couple of technologies like rockets and combustion and things. And then we built a whole society around it. As far as I can tell, like, it seems like all of the societies to come before us were doing way cooler shit and building way cooler shit. And like, everything was way more beautiful. And like, yeah, it's that meme. America gets there holding this and like, we built this. Yeah. <laughs> seems like that. Like Tatar is weird as fuck or whatever, but yeah. 
there's a lot of holes in that whole thing, but it does, it, none of it makes any sense. Like everything was from the eight, yeah, 1870s. Tartaria, like half of it is a fucking psyop, a hundred percent. For sure. But the other like half everything. is interesting as fuck. Like I Something's love that going shit. on, man. Something's going on. After, after, like I've always loved it, but after watching John Levi with uh, Eddie Bravo and look into it, I was like two episodes back. Eddie Bravo's show is fucking great. Um, and then it's basically the same stuff that I was talking about with Red Bricks, you know, Tartarian Meltdown um, three years ago, is that it's just no matter where you look, there's just fucking shit that just exists. And either we're completely collapsing as a society quickly over the last hundred years, like well, 100 years ago or 125 years ago, we were able to do this godlike fucking shit, you know, like Grand Central Station and all of these huge churches and and. Uh, Golden Gate Bridge all very quickly, apparently, within 10 years with fucking gold miners and cowboy hats and carts and horses <laughs> and to build all this awesome shit and then burn it down like in the Chicago Wolf Fire and the San, uh, San Francisco Fire and the fire and, and everywhere in New York. Every big city was just fucking leveled sometime in those same 20 years and then rebuilt again in, in, in like 15 years and then we have our great grandparents like born into that, you know, and I don't know anything about anything past my great grandfather, whose name was like fucking Earl or something. And that's it. As far as my history. Dude, is concerned. There's so much to that, dude. Like, yeah, I, I've had enough interesting conversations with smart people that have kind of like broke it down. It's somewhere around like 1825 to 1850. There seems like they rewrote a bunch of shit. Cause oh, it's really hard for people to like, like you can trace your lineage back and your family and your family back. And then there's some little gap right there. And people just like most people at least can't find shit before then. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's all weird, dude. Like I, the longer I hang out, the more I'm like, Oh fuck. Like uh, I, I live here in Boulder, Colorado. There's a lot of examples. Um, it's like, it was all built by miners, gold miners who like miners are just like in the mud all day. They're not really sophisticated people, but um, all of the university and, and like there's this place called Walker Palace, which is built by some railroad tycoon up above Red Rocks, which is one of the most famous amphitheaters in the world. It's like this really cool spot where like everything looks like from Mars or something. And he has this palace that he built up there. You can see all the stone pillars and stuff. And he built it in like 1910. He brought a bunch of fucking stonemasons from Italy. They put this whole thing up. In 1916, his wife died. And in 1917, lightning struck this thing that stonemasons built and completely destroyed it. And so now there's just pillars and rubble and stuff because the lightning struck this, this stone castle. And there's no roads leading up to it. There's none of that. It's just this fucking castle ruins up there. And, um, there's roads going all through Colorado that connect all, all the big towns, the gold mining towns, that is just on the side of this fucking mountain. It's called the Million Dollar Road. And every time it snows, it's just covered. Like, it's perfectly built. The snow can just be pushed off. It was lined with these huge, massive monolithic stone blocks before they said they were gotten away the snow, and they pushed them all off into the valley. Like, this is... They just showed up here like something obviously happened almost everything was destroyed but there's evidence all over the place that there was some cooler thing already here when they got here that's fascinating as fuck man yeah yeah i don't know man there's so much there's so much fucking evidence that the old world and the new in the new world 
were like fucking around, right? Like, Thomas, were you the one that was telling me that, or was somebody else telling me that? They're like one of the fucking pharaohs. They like busted into like some of his shit, and there was like coke in it. Ha. And they're like, oh. how, and like, how the fuck <laughs> did did like, how the fuck was there cocaine in Egypt? Like, and a not just thousand that, years ago, they also found uh, some of what you what people refer to as Phoenician purple. They found that in Egypt as well. So there was the evidence else? that that they were trading with, you know, like uh, the Babylonians or the the original Canaanites or or someone that had, uh, or even the um from from Minot, like the Minotians. Or Minoans, I mean. Yeah, dog. It's just weird. This world is way bigger than we fucking... Japan is just around 7,000 islands. Did y'all see that shit? I yeah. heard about that. Where the fuck are these islands at? Is that a real thing? <laughs> if, yeah. So if you ever wanted to convince me of the infinite <laughs> land deal, bro, like here's... Maybe they just like pushed the the Arctic Wall just back a tiny little bit and like spawned a bunch of new islands for Japan because oh, no. it was their turn to get more land or something. They, they did good in the last hundred years. It's like, all right, you checked off all the boxes. Yeah, yeah dude. you're well behaved. You're technologically advanced. Yeah, thank you for the technology. <laughs> thank you for Sega. Here you go. Here's more islands than you already had. You had six thousand four hundred and forty-two. Here's seven thousand more. <laughs> I was like, oh, we just missed him in the surveys. But now we didn't we have the them. technology to count. <laughs> we didn't have the technology to see an island. And, and Japan's small. Through all of World War II and through all of the fucking fighting in the South Pacific, we never found any of these islands? No. Never. That's wild. Yeah. They're just here now. Did they just <laughs> change the definition of an island, though? So now, like. I like Pluto? If eight lily pads get stuck together, like you get to call that an island now. Yeah, maybe they just put it out there to make me look stupid again. I'm like, ah, just kidding. It's like one volcanic island and a bunch of lily pads. And, now, but, and I want to mention too on like the old architecture and stuff. There's one thing that a lot of people leave out of the equation, and it's that around in the 1830s up until the the very early 1900s, mm -hmm. you could literally work somebody to death. And there would be no repercussion for it. And you could, and if people like didn't come to work, you could send goons to their house and their neighborhood yeah. and force them to go to work and like just beat you to death on the way to go into work if you resisted it. And then you could force their children to work with their nice little intricate hands and all that intricate work. They'd grind them down into nubs. You know, you see those kids with the weird like lobster hands because they've lost fingers and all of the different devices. Yeah. But I mean. We can't do that anymore. And you got to like let someone, you know, take off after eight hours or give them overtime. And even if they try to hire migrants and work them like that, they're not working. Well, we those have migrants cranes and dump trucks. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And what are you talking about, dude? Like, but uh, that, but see, all oh, that's great for like great brutalist sort of like massive structures. But for that like sure. real intricate work and being able to, you know, Incorporate CNC. like the cinematics and stuff. Like you need to have, you know, someone that you're willing to work to death. Basically, I think. Do oh, you God, though? I feel like you need like <laughs> master. I feel like you need like fucking because like I've heard that argument before that like it, according to the Bible, uh, like the Jews were used as slaves to build the pyramids. But then other people will say something like, "You absolutely needed like master craftsmen to build those." It was pyramids. hard to get slaves to pick cotton. 
Like real yeah, exactly. hard. You had to have so, whips and shit, like just to make him to grab something off of a plant. Yeah, I, I think it's off. less of like coercing someone to be a slave and do it, but it's more like even if you try to do that today, you'd have all sorts of, you know, workers' rights groups like you can't be out here working 20 hours in a row and you know, we're going to fight for your rights. Even if you wanted to, they would just think that you were in a cult. Dude, people aren't healthy enough to work for 20 hours. They would (laughs) fucking die. Well, you know, you would die by the time you were 30 or 35, of course. But but I don't don't think they're they're not working those master masons to the bone, though. They're working all the people that are, like, moving the big chunks and then, like, getting all the Okay, so the slaves are are doing the big fucking work, and then the masters I wouldn't even say slaves, though. I would just... Just the the very poorly paid, uh, coerced workers. <laughs> so it's the same today. We have the wetbacks come in and move all the big, like, we do all the big fucking things, and we have them picking all the berries. They're not making it fancy then, enough, though, man. They and then we fancier. have, like, the Chinese guys and the Indian guys do all the, like, the really fancy web shit that, like, <laughs> that the Mexicans couldn't do. I don't think anybody is doing what? they were doing yeah no i I think you're right i don't think anyone's doing it no like we lost something along the way it doesn't matter how much you pay somebody or like you can't find a good enough stone mason to fix somebody well they made us so fucking stupid man it was like the rockefeller school the rockefeller schooling and shit like they don't want us smart enough they they don't want us to know sacred geometry they don't want us to fucking know like (laughs) yeah they want us like a fluoride days just smart enough to like sit there and push buttons like (laughs) <laughs> like, they want me to be able to do my job. What I do, they just want to be like, "Hey, look yonder at that balloon up there." <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh shit! Like, <laughs> pew pew pew. It's China. We're <laughs> some goddamn Chinaman. You know, I, I think people are doing it, but it's just never being done for public works at this point. It's all like in someone's super mansion, or or it's something that's not public facing as much. Yeah. I it's guess underground, dude. The, the public hallway. facing stuff is like the Martin Luther King monument, which was an arm with a penis, uh, a piece of fat. What? The Martin Luther King monument they unveiled, um, and it's an arm with it's literally an arm with a penis. It's an arm it grabbing is, it around a penis. Okay. Then, <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the angle, but you can definitely see it. You look at that. Oh no, I. I've never seen it before, and I just looking at like the general images. The first picture, because you said that, but yeah, I can't not see it as that exactly. Yeah, (laughs) am I even allowed to share this? This looks this looks obscene, man. This is how the channel finally goes down. It looks like some of the AI art you make, dude. (laughs) Yeah, we. This does look like some AI. (laughs) Long live the dream. Dude, yeah, look at some of the other photo. Like, yeah, pick some a other angles. Yeah, look at that. Pick one. <laughs> There's two. That's arms like a big stick. penis turd yeah. that he's holding right there. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's interesting. This is art. It's beautiful. This is art. That's several million dollars, man. That's it. Actually, oh. sounds kind of cheap. Yeah, it is kind of cheap. You can tell. It's just like they've, they've sold NFTs for more than several million dollars. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've sold like uh, used underwear for more than that, <laughs> dude. That's the best thing in the world. I, I think it's so fucking cool that that is that's capitalism. That's the fucking weird soy boy freaks. Yeah, like, I think we should put it on our flag. 
there's girls right now taking shit and putting them in the little vials and selling those little vials for a couple hundred bucks. Well, that also came from Japan, though. They ha- they have, like, vending machines that you can do this. Why do you think they got all those islands, man? They're coming up with the good ideas. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was part of the props. They're like, you guys came up with the vending machines. You're, you're so here's another the, 500. The bottles, the vending machines. This there's is- another 200. <laughs> <laughs> Up the mileage, thing. Good job, dude. At this point, Thomas, hey, for real, okay, I'm outing it because, like, we're talking about this live right now. But could we make AI personas of hot girls? And so, and then we just like sell literally like our fingernails and toenails, and like I'll fart in a jar and shit, and we'll sell this, oh, yeah. and we'll just make sexy girl AIs. And and Let's I would do this. Let's cash say, in. Let's make some money. In, I'll wear like year, a thong man. for a week and then sell it to somebody. <laughs> in the next year, I would say at least five to ten percent of like all of the online personalities that you'd go and simp for and pay all this money are just going to be fabrications that don't even exist, water? man. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. But bath yeah. water, two for one, and it will mean the same amount to the people consuming it. Yeah. No, dude, because it's all what they believe. They think I'm some sexy Latina with a tight little butthole. And I'll I wonder if, if you are a sexy Latina together. with a tight little butthole, Nate. Yeah. Don't ever tell yourself <laughs> anything different. It's now. true. Dude, in, in, this, <laughs> in 2022, yeah. But I was, Latinx. I mean, like, you could just run all this together and then mix it with, uh, and if you drink this bathwater for $30.99, you'll also get these, you know, so, these like extra percent. Sure. And yeah, dude. Yeah, this is how, um, this is why God destroys the earth every so often because <laughs> <laughs> this happens around 1825. Is that what happened? Probably something like this. Like, well, right right now, this is where like God pops the oven open a little bit to just like see, like, oh, okay, uh, uh, they're almost burnt, but we'll leave it. Dude, I love that way. meme. It's like, it's like God, and then he gets the laser eyes. He's like, Noah, get the boat. <laughs> 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 I've seen that several times. I mean, like if that's the case, then Sodom and Gomorrah, like how many how many people lived in Sodom and Gomorrah? If it was like a, a city Washington, of that DC. A city of that time period, you know, it's probably like a hundred thousand people, hundred and twenty thousand people in those cities. There's a couple of Sodom and Gomorrahs in, in Las Vegas right now and in LA, you know, like if, if that's the case, and that's why God wipes us out, then we're way beyond that shit. Dude, every time I go to Vegas, it's the most gross thing. Like I hate it, dude. I've driven through it twice. I love it. I love it because like there's food 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm like fucking like hungry as shit, I'm like drunk and I'm in a casino, I can go get like a fucking sushi burrito. Yeah. Like at 2 30 in the morning. And it's fucking killer. And then I can go get like I can go get what's the what's a White Castle, the one with the little tiny onions, like Dude, they have the jalapeno cheese and the dude. I just go there to eat. <laughs> yes. I did, I fucking spend so much money just eating in, in Las Vegas. Yeah, I'm fuck not the strip clubs, fuck the casinos. I just eat fucking food when I'm there. Yeah. I go to Egg Slut. There's like a few different places. Like uh, Thomas Keller has like uh, has a bakery there called Bouchon. And if you go there, get the fucking almond croissants. They'll okay. fucking change your life. I like, love God the damn, it's so almond good. croissant, man. You don't need much more than almond and croissant to make an mm-hmm. amazing thing. 
Yeah, yeah honey, I'm, I'm headed off to Sodom and Gomorrah to get these uh, almond croissants. <laughs> That's the only reason I want to go is because they have the best almond croissants. Dude, so good. And <laughs> you can just walk around day drunk all the time. You can just like – and it's hot as fuck out. So I'm like drinking like White Claws because no. it's almost like water. So it kind of no. keeps me hydrated. So I'm no. just walking around drinking White Claws 24-7. It, it's fucking fun, dude. That's it's so actually cool. a lot of fun. But right outside – or like at a certain time of night, you the seediness comes out, like the touristy kind of shit ends no. for a minute. And well, and all those like, people that have been like, day drinking all it's day. It's four thirty in the morning. <laughs> well, dude, it's like four thirty in the morning, and you like there's like an alleyway, and there's like there's like a couple kids that are barefoot, and you're like, and there's no parents. You're like, why? What the fuck's going on here? Or you'll just see some like. There's just weird shit. Las Vegas weird. is a fucking armpit on the planet. It's they wouldn't gross. call it the city of sin, and let, like that's yeah. America calling something the city of sin. You know what I mean? Like the, the, whole the last country. time I was in, in they they have like all these things that they try to get tourists with that aren't just gambling specific. And one of them was at a at um the the very like edges of the strip. Like you'd have to venture outside of the main strip, and then there was like. Like all Fremont, sorts of roller like coasters the... and yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were beyond Fremont. There's like all these like roller coasters and stuff, man. I, it was like not the Space Needle, but there's like this huge, tall ass uh, building. And we walk all the way over there, and by the time you get there, you can see the neighborhoods progressively getting worse and worse. And then you've got the like the pamphlet that's like, "Come visit the you know the such and such hotel." And there's literally like a dude that's half dead that's passed out on the front lawn, like completely spread out with no clothes on and yeah. we go inside like hey i think there's like a dead guy in the front like oh no that's you know so and so he's you know he's always he's, 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 he's all right, right. <laughs> it's like this wasn't in the pamphlet when like you know with like the 40 dollar ticket to get here cancun's like that but even worse it's like cancun's like these fucking marvelous buildings on the strip and then you take yeah, like yeah. you took one turn and you're one street over and you're like oh Fuck. <laughs> That's like a cardboard uh, face. On it. Like, it's pretty and it's like cool. Downtown it's Disney, like walking back there and seeing all the child workers. Exactly. Going, going through a door in Disney that you weren't supposed to go through. That's what Cancun's like. It's just one big strip of awesomeness and right on the edges of that is just crying. And fucking it's not crazy. all senior frogs? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, as long as you stay on the strip. It's like, but senior frogs is like the most tame <laughs> club now. Maybe always, but yeah, that's just fucking Las Vegas on the beach. Yeah, dude. If you do Vegas correctly, you can have a lot of fucking fun. And yeah. you can do it for cheap. Like, I fucking flew out there. I Like, the last time I was there, I was there for, like, uh, a handgun, like, a defensive handgun uh, training thing. A great and reason so it was like, Vegas. Yeah, it was fun as fuck. It was in Pahrumpf, so it was, like, 45 minutes. I don't know. Anyways, in some direction outside of Vegas. So I was there for like a week to fucking like practice guns and shoot and stuff. But I like stayed in Vegas at like the other times. And uh, the last time I was, I don't even know what the fuck I was going to say. <laughs> Anyways, the last time I was there. If you, got, you could do Vegas without uh, a whole lot of money, man. If there you go. Yeah. So if you stay midweek, it's cheap as fuck because no yeah. one's there. So yeah. like you can get like a five star fucking hotel for like 30 bucks. Almost done. If you go on like a Wednesday, because who the fuck is going to Vegas on a Wednesday? Nobody's flying out there. And then also, if you go to the right casinos, they just want you to keep gambling. And so they'll fucking give you free drinks because they want to get you drunk 
So you're stupid and you fucking waste all your money. So you can sit there and just like on the penny slots and just kind of like fuck around. And then they'll come and bring you fucking cocktails and bring you fucking like Jack and Cokes. Like, and so I, think they, fucking I think hammered. they would get me. I think they would get me though. You know what I mean? Like, I was, I was just hearing yeah. the free drinks. I'm determined, dude. I'm tenacious. I don't fuck around. They're not getting my money. I'd have so, to, like, I'd I'll just get my wife fucking shit face. On the fifth dude, drink. And I also, I have a plan. So I'm going to give my secret to everybody that's listening to this. Do you want to fucking make money gambling? Okay, this is not professional advice. Don't sue me if you lose all your money. <laughs> but if you want a bunch of money, give us some of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is for entertainment purposes only. If I found a way past that, like to work the algorithms on the slot machines, you go to like a random one, whichever fucking one you sit down at it. Like I literally let my gut choose. I'm like, eh, like, like my penis points the way no. like this one. So then I fucking sit down and I put a, I put a hundred dollars in there or $200, whatever you're willing to fucking lose. Right. Like this $200 now does not exist. You put no. it in there and and you're not putting anything more in there. You just, it now doesn't exist. You put it in there. Then what you do is you bet all lines. So you do the big bet. Like, like so you're going to lose like $10 if you fucking hit spin. Yeah. You, <laughs> bam, 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 so, bam, bam, bam. Done. Yeah, Money you gone. keep losing. <laughs> you keep losing. You keep losing. But then it wants you to, it wants to like fuck you a little bit. It wants to like get you excited. Yeah. And so it'll give you a win. And it goes, bing, 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 bing. And it'll like shoot up to like 500 bucks. And cash out turn around walk away that's what you do and that's how i've done it like it paid for my flight it paid for my hotel it paid for all my fucking food for his kids college it paid for everything he's eaten (laughs) 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 but but you just have to go in there with play money like knowing that like this doesn't exist let's go yeah no matter what yeah because you don't want to fucking and then make set a goddamn limit like, whatever it is, even if it's $20, okay, this is my fucking limit for the night. I'm not fucking spending anything more than this $20 goddamn bill. Okay. And stick to it. Then, and then this when people lose their house. But don't. Don't be that guy. <laughs> don't I've be also that heard guy. versions of that where you go in with a 20 and then you get it up to like 10 grand and then it goes back down to the 20 and it's like, well, at least I, you know, at least I didn't lose my 20. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude. Uh, that's my my method is if you're up like over 500 times whatever it is so like if i put in a hundred dollars and i'm up to 500 cash the fuck out walk away don't let the greed get you because you would be like well i could turn this into two thousand dollars you know don't, don't let the asshole in you do the fucking talking yeah. you just like pull it out walk away go and then go get a sushi burrito yeah and maybe get your dick sucked or something, but don't yeah, put any more money things. into the machine. Dick yeah. going to be get like get your dick sucked out. while you're eating a sushi burrito. That sounds pretty all right. I don't know. Who cares if we bring on the end of the world and, and no, God no. smites us all for it? Who cares? Bro? <laughs> sushi burritos. This is the first time I'm hearing about the sushi burritos and oh, dude, the they're really system. good, dog. So it's just a giant like they'll put like two or three noris down, right? And then they load it up with the white rice and then they'll put a bunch of like poke in there. So you got all your like fucking raw, yummy ass tuna and the sriracha, oh, like mayo and shit. Got and then you, sada, yeah, dog. Dude, then they, 
do they'll like fucking put some like fried like I don't know some faggot shit in there and then like some jalapenos and some like cream I don't and then they no, roll up like now. a big fat fucking burrito dude like, like four ingredients ago we're no longer talking to sushi now now we're just talking about american fucking well dude that, <laughs> that's what america <laughs> does we take your ethnic cuisine and then we like fuck it we like mind fuck, like there's no i've never had real chinese food what the fuck is real chinese food it's it's like, give me that sauce give me that this. neon orange glowing fucking orange chicken <laughs> yeah. and the fucking crab puff that i dip in that red bullshit and the spicy yeah. mustard like, like i don't know what the real chinese food is <laughs> that that's what it is it's, it's traditional chinese food is sugar water traditional as fuck soak meat and sugar water and then you fry it because what is real chinese food it's bat soup yeah. Like I'll take the fucking I'll take the orange bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean sushi like sushi seems gross when you read about it, but like that's just dope, dude. And if somebody really knows how to do it, <laughs> it's like just put like four things together and just blew my mind. I get hardcore now. I just do the uh, the sashimi. I'll, I'll do like the what they call it the chef's adventure sashimi, which is like whatever they see. You, like yeah, they'll bring you fish. everything. They'll bring you like sea cucumber and like like a seagull's taint and shit, and they'll like, do all kinds of crazy stuff. And you're like, mm-hmm. that sounds fun. <laughs> so good. Slurp yeah, it down. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right? a good idea. I thought about it too. I wish if we were on Zoom, we could pause this. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go potty. Yeah, we'll take turns. Bring the camera. <laughs> Fucking a. You've you know been to when, Vegas, in, uh, Thomas? Yeah, of course I've been to Vegas, man. But I was saying I've I've seen that uh, in in Japan. I think they also have chicken sashimi. You've ever heard of this they before? Do. Yeah, Doug. That's the one thing that kind of freaks me out. I have to tell myself because I think it would be all right. They raise their chickens differently. It's like it's they feed them differently. Mm-hmm. Like it's totally fucking different. It's something you couldn't do in the fucking states. So I'm sure you've had tartare and carpaccio before. Yes. Right? It's fucking okay. delicious. Dude. So so raw raw meat, right? Raw meat raw doesn't fish. bother me, but it's like a it's a psychological thing with the chicken. Just because you've seen all the, those PETA videos. It's not the PETA videos. It's like it's the brainwashing of them telling me I'm gonna get fucking salmonella. This is gonna make you sick. This you're gonna die. This is gonna make you sick. You're gonna die. You know what I mean? But like because like most people don't even know this. But, like, they've lowered the standards for, like, or the temperature that you have to cook pork. You can cook, you can literally eat pork like steak now. You can, like, sear a fucking pork steak rare and eat it. And it's good. It's, it, the texture is a little, I gotta say, you know, I'll eat it like medium rare. You can eat a pork, but that freaks people out. I, l- I like a well-done pork, but, like, a well-done steak would be offensive. But well-done pork is, it can still be juicy in the middle, even when it's well-done, no? Not really. I mean, no? you gotta no. Am you gotta I, cook I, that thing like just, medium. So I'm it's just acting like one of those those idiots. It's like I want my steak extra well done. Yeah, dude. Right. No, I'll, I'll cook you a pork chop whenever we get together. One of these days, we're gonna fucking get together. I don't know when and where. Or it's a FEMA camp or something, but like <laughs> a reindoctrination camp of some kind. Bam! Bam! We were just talking about pork and and chicken sashimi. Yeah, Did you ever eat chicken sashimi? I, I don't. I, I feel like I have, but I can't point to any. I think we all have accidentally. Like you just. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I can get down with a chicken breast that's like medium. That freaks people out. Medium, eh, almost medium well. Like, but like it has a little streak of pink in the middle. That's yeah. how you have to eat a chicken breast for it to be juicy. Really? Okay. Uh-huh. It freaks people out. But like honestly, man, there's every other animal is on the outside. Breast. I, know, I don't know why people freak out about chicken so much. Like, the bacteria is on the outside of the fucking meat. It's not on the inside of the meat. So if you really sear the fucking shit out of it. So like a chicken burger, you better cook that thing all the motherfucking way through. Yeah, but like a chicken ground. breast? The same with yeah, meat. exactly. Then there's so much surface area. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all surface area. But like a chicken titty, you can cook that. What about thing wings? Like- what about like wings now? Because because now you are talking well, about you're at the bone level. and it's kind of gross. Yeah, that was poor like, people food until like thirty years ago. <laughs> Nobody ate that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I love chicken wings, dude. I'm a chicken wing motherfucker. <laughs> Me too. Uh, yeah, I think the most only twenty five in a sitting. I'll kill it. But now that's like, what? How much would fucking twenty five chicken wings cost you right now? If it's on if sale, to, about $25, probably. To Buffalo, like, like if you, you think so, but like, okay, so the other day, it's somebody like, gave me a Buffalo Wings gift card. So I had like, it was like, I don't know, like $40 at Buffalo Wild Wings. And so I was like, I was at work and I was like, well, I'll fucking order some fucking chicken wings. So I tried to get some bone in fucking wings for a 10 piece. It was $30. 10 fucking wings they're trying wow. to sell. It was like 27, so I'm exaggerating, but it was like 27 something. It was basically like 30 bucks. I was like, holy goddamn shit. But if you bought the boneless, so if you bought their fancy chicken nuggets, it was like $8.99. Okay. So they're trying so to get I, rid of the boneless. Yeah, so what's in those well, it's all, it's all rib meat because they use yeah. rib meat in those ones. They use like asshole and fucking it's like conglomerate meat. Uh huh. Yeah, it's the that is the pink slime, which I mean it's edible. Whatever they throw it in breading and fry it. I mean, my only problem. Wait, is... hear hear me out. Hear me out. So why does everyone hate on pink slime? But then it's like, oh, the the Native Americans used every part of the buffalo. Isn't pink slime us using every part of the buffalo? Theoretically, Thomas, I have no problem with literally eating every part of the animal. It's gross when I know that these motherfuckers, like, the way they treat the animals, the way that they kill the animals, the way they contaminate the the whole thing. Yeah, it's the process. Yeah, because I'll literally, dude, I've gone to fucking Asian markets and, like, I bought the fried bungholes. They say fried bunghole. And it's literally <laughs> the assholes. They, like, chop it up like this, and they're, like, little rings of butthole. Yeah. And they, they look like a starfish. They have the little I starfish in the that. center, and in they're, this, like, crispy and fatty, and the they're, like, deep options, fried. What, what makes you say, like, give me the fried bunghole? It was good as fuck, dog. <laughs> I because they're fatty and umptuous and juicy, and then you mm. fry them and they're crispy and they're kind of like like that. And you dip it in the fucking little sexy sauce. God damn, I like some fried buttholes. I also eat ass in real life, so like I like yeah. buttholes don't scare me. But the process, you like it raw when, when it's fried. Everything's good fried. Oh, now, would you have the sashimi version of that? If I knew they cleaned the fuck out of that butthole. I just think, honestly, the texture would probably be off-putting. I think it would be really, like, chewy and weird. But, like, if they had a process of, like, tenderizing it, and they got it all, you know what I mean? They, like, I don't know if you've ever had sushi, but they don't do anything special. You just chew on it like it's a freaking wet piece of bark. What is it? Conk. 
Oh, Conk. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think it would kind of be like Conk, but it but it would be kind of more what's it? Musky isn't the right word. <laughs> Goaty, like that. The yeah, shitty. I think is what you're looking for, like poop, poop like. <laughs> so like, like, like someone yays, someone yays when they describe like wine that is they they literally would say this is a little poopy, or they'll say this has a little saddle. That's what they call it. Is <laughs> so that what it is? Saddle yeah. means poop. They'll call it saddle. Yeah, that's again that's has awesome. a poopy flavor. That's great. Yeah, when that. they're describing that's wine, though. I always learn new things when I hang out with you, motherfuckers. That's cool. <laughs> this is the twenty thousand uh, dollar a bottle Rothschilds uh, Vineyard, nineteen eighty three. Ninety five percent saddle. <laughs> it's, it's all saddle and blood, basically. <laughs> well, he had his like he had his pure blood pure blood eight-year-old little like he had the cork like nested in his asshole for eight days and then he sticks it in a bottle of wine have you ever seen the cover of the uh the reloaded uh metallica album i think it's basically that is it (laughs) no (laughs) i've never seen it i couldn't even tell you a metallica song black is black or something like that these days yeah, I was when I was a kid, I was obsessed with like rap and I hated rock. And now I, I don't even know. What was what was like a big rap group that you were big into as a kid? Well, I I was a big West Coast dude, so I loved like Tupac, I loved Dr. Dre, I loved like Nate Dogg and Snoop Dogg. Uh but like underground shit, I loved like Andre Nicotina and like uh Mac Dre and uh like Too Short, some good shit, like some West Coast shit. Too short was the shit, dude. I love too short. Too short, so good. Like I was like fucking. I was probably like five years old when I heard cocktails, and it like I traded that album cocktails for like some Pokemon cards to my friend, (laughs) and he stole it from his dad. Yeah, dog. Well, I mean, I don't think I gave him anything good. And yeah, are you dude, sure though? Because sure those are worth a lot of money right now. They're dude. worth a lot of money, dude. I I had like first edition. I had a first edition Chansey. I had a first edition Blastoise. I had like, like fucking. Pre- I could retire right now. That's what these, makes them the worth that so I had. much, though. It's all the people that were like, "Oh, I had that. Oh, I had this mm-hmm. Blastoise, and, yeah. and I don't anymore because my little I brother gave ruined it, it or... to a neighbor kid." Yeah, like I, mean, I just get like I I was like 14 and I was like I'm snorting coke and eating ass now. Yeah. So there was like, <laughs> there was like a young neighborhood kid and I was like and he kind of grew up with me and he was like you know like sentimental. I was like here you go, bro. You can have my Pokemon cards. And now I regret that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like here you go, bro. I'm gonna give you a million dollars based on all the money I just made off your Pokemon. I'm gonna cards. go snort a line off a titty right now. Here's some cards, faggot. This is a retirement level. <laughs> and now I'm re- like crying. I'm like, can I have those back? Recently, yeah. um, my parents started going through like all my old childhood crap, and they found this little plastic green lock that came with Skeletor. And this is like 1985 or 1986. And that apparently these little green locks were the ones that everyone like their dog ate or they ate it or just got like damaged or ruined. And the thing was going for like $70 online. And I swear, it's just like the tiniest little piece of green plastic. But it's, again, it's one of those things that no one thought it's going to be worth anything. So everyone just loses it or throws it out. That's cool as shit, man. Hell yeah, man. You going to sell it for 70 bucks? 
I, it's gone, bro. I, I fucking sold to the second. Yeah. I sold it. <laughs> oh, let's it's go. Four dollars. Yeah, bro. I, that's, I'm like you at the casino with the five hundred dollar jackpot. Good. Winning. Yeah, I don't have anything that I ever had. Like, I'm not very good at keeping stuff. All the baseball cards or whatever I, I collected over time is just in some storage unit I never paid for or <laughs> like something like that. It's all gone. I've, I've gone through most of my my stuff I'm starting all over all the time. I I know I still have some like really old like Teenage Min- Mutant Ninja Turtle like fucking action figures. Yeah, I bet those are worth some fucking money. It's I mean the if they're out of the box, some money if they got they're all out of the, the box. Series, uh, and we okay. played the fuck with them. Like I have this one that's like a Mutant Ninja Turtle dude. I don't. I think it was probably Mario. Was that one of them? It's a different. That's a different franchise. Mario, Luigi. No, god damn it! What the fuck was his name? What was the one that started with an M? Talking about Michelangelo. <laughs> Michelangelo. Okay, it was goddamn Michelangelo. Luigi. <laughs> <Dude>. He went straight. <laughs> I know. The, Leo, all Leonardo, Michelangelo, Raphael, and Donatello. Know. Jesus Christ, man! Is that that they all had Italian names. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, were, yeah they were named after uh, painters and inventors. Well, that, but the, also Mario and Luigi was all a fucking. Mario was named after the the landlord and or janitor of the first building that Nintendo owned or That's leased out in the state. It's a big difference in what it was. A, it was like an Italian, and I think they were just like th- their guy needed a name, so they named him Mario after the guy he that was worked. The plumber. Like, he was like the super. I don't think he was a plumber exactly, but yeah, we'll just say the plumber. That makes it yeah. sound better. No. So I have this Maybe Michelangelo character that he was the one that like he shoot he shot pizzas out of his belly, you know what I mean? Okay. Like yeah, he, yeah, no, I know exactly. Yeah, he was cool as fuck. I had that guy. I also had the rat. Oh, dude, do you guys remember rats on Mars? You know what I'm talking about? They were like they're mice that were like bikers yep, from yep. Mars, and they biker, had the it was called biker rats from Mars. I think, dude, that was the coolest fucking show. <laughs> I love that. Dude. Can I find that, that shit online? Yeah, dude. They they also had um, remember the the cowboys of Moo Town or something like that it was like cows that were cowboys. <laughs> I don't remember this. It was, it was weird, man. We we had some shit. crazy fever dream style cartoons. Yeah, heavy metal. <laughs> I mean that. Yeah, but I wasn't watching heavy metal when I was in like the eighties. I mean, I was watching it when I was a little kid. <laughs> where would you even come across heavy metal that was like a like a vhs only right that yeah was i had a, this family friend who was uh like goth older teenager that lived in our house for like six months they were like growing up with their family or something and he had moved to austin and we were living in austin and he like lived in a 15 person tent in my backyard in austin for like six months <laughs> and so that's how i learned about heavy metal I shouldn't have known about it, but I did. Did you grow up in like a hippie house, John? No, I grew up in a fucking born again Christian house. But my mm. um, parents had six kids, and my dad worked in the oil field, so he's gonna have the time. It was just my crazy mom by herself trying to keep track of all of us, so we all just did whatever the fuck we wanted all the time. So that sounds. It sounds familiar to my childhood, except that my dad was a heroin addict in prison, and my mom and I was an only child. Yeah. Well, not an only child. My sister's like twenty years older than me, yeah. so like, I was basically an only child. But like, you, uh, you an accident? It sounds like an accident. 
that was the only one that was planned, actually. Really? Okay. The only one, yeah. No, my okay. mom got knocked up a few times, like, when she was 15 with my brother and sister. And then she didn't know that she had, she had gotten, like, an IUD in her. And then she just walked around with it for 20 years and didn't know it was in there. And then she, like, went to the gynecologist because she wanted to have me. And so she was, like, she went to the pussy doctor and spread him. He's like, Doc, you have an IUD in here that's 20 years old. And she was like, oh, ancient technology. Yeah. So he grabbed that thing out, and she got pregnant the second she grabbed that thing out with me. <laughs> On the like, way out, like some sperm that yeah. was left over, just was like. <laughs> they were like waiting to get in, like like fucking Black Friday, right? Finally. <laughs> I mean, maybe the walls of that pussy was just loaded with it. And so like the second they popped the cork. <laughs> Flooded in. And out of all of that competition, we got the best of the best. You got me. Nate. <laughs> One in a million. Good job, Mom. She knew what she was doing. So I, my brother and sister are full siblings of mine, but they're 20 and 22 years older than me. That's crazy. And his dad was like, just one more time before I go to prison for heroin. Let's make another baby. Mm-hmm. Do they act more <laughs> like parents or like siblings? Because I, I would assume that if they're 20 years older, it's almost like so, their mom and dad. It's weird, dog. So, like, my brother was given up for adoption. Because, so, like, my my mom was legitimately 15. And this was, like, That's 19. So, young. if she, she was born in 1950. So, this would have been 1965. Mm. And the power that parents still had over kids back then, like, they could still be, like, my kid's crazy. And they they would just put you in a, in a fucking asylum. So that's what oh, her dad damn, told her extra volunteer. Cool. Uh-huh. So that's what my, that's what my grandpa said to her. Is that like, you got knocked up by that spick. You're 15 years old. You're going to fucking, you're either giving this baby up for adoption, killing it, or I'm putting you in the asylum. Have you thought about sending him the sensitivity training? Because it sounds like really, <laughs> he's dead. He's dead. He was he was a member of the KKK. So was his dad, and so was his dad. Like, oh, they were like from a lineage of of KKK, like hardcore white supremacists from Oklahoma that moved to California. And he wasn't necessarily in the Ku Klux Klan at the time anymore, but like he shared a lot of their values. That. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like you should take some sensitivity training just to get over this, like you know, this generational ties that are bringing you down, man. Dude, I'm. It's all funny. Like I don't give a. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> so, anyways, my brother got put up for adoption, and I we found him when I was like twelve. Like my mom, like hired a dude, and we like found him, and then he was cool as shit. Like me and him, like smoked pot and stuff when I found him and stuff. Like he's a fucking. He's a fucking anarchist libertarian too. He's a fucking weirdo, like a truther. Like there's What's no way podcast? he's jabbed. His you know, you all, think so? Like his, <laughs> I, I should have my brother on, dude. His kids, <laughs> none of his kid. Well, he only has one kid, and he didn't have kids until he was fifty. So his little his little one is like like six. Seven, eight, something. Anyway, something like so he's old now. Uh, but his kids are not fucking snipped, aren't fucking poked. Like my brother's cool as shit. Yeah, that's good. That's how long and it takes you. It's to weird, man. It's it's that DNA, man. Because it's like it's the you would say the nature versus nurture, but it's like we didn't fucking grow up with each other. Like we were, like you know what I mean. And like he, but he, me and him are so goddamn similar. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it is. It's fucking DNA, man. It's real shit, dude. For real, it really, it really connects you, and it's really a powerful substance that 
uh, you should probably keep to yourself and not give to anybody because <laughs> they could do shit with it. You know, like, dude. Yeah, exactly. Well, my sister fucking went and did her twenty three and me, and my she wanted. Yeah, it's so fucking gay. So now I can't commit some heinous crime because I'll get in trouble because that bitch has know. is on the fucking in the database. I did that one too, so. but it was called joining the military. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically the same thing as twenty three and me. Yeah. Do they take your DNA and stuff? Oh yeah, dude. On week one, you're in the da- you're in the database. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, um, BlackRock just bought Ancestry.com. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> the other one's owned by Google. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're all just <laughs> all of our best friends getting together with all of everybody's DNA that we paid for them to take thousands of dollars. <laughs> People are so fucking stupid. Yeah, we're done. I'm problem. paying this fucking conglomerate, this giant mega fucking conglomerate. To give them my fucking DNA to make a database out of me, and I pay them like hundred and fifty dollars, yeah, so they can tell this. me like, "Oh wow, we're beaners. Good job. <laughs> we found that out." I wonder what happens though <laughs> if if it comes back and it's like, "Oh, they're actually blood relatives of the CEOs." Come like, you know, like they own a share of this company. Like we just found it. Like. Yeah, no, you pretty much just come from South Africa and Germany. Here you go, bam. Yeah, now you're one of the uh, you're one of the clone babies from Staten Island. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you have identical DNA with almost straight off uh, the orphan train. One sixth of the population of this country. You're actually a cabbage patch doll. We don't know how this happened. <laughs> and my sister said that my dad's DNA or like. My mom's lineage was fine, and then my dad's DNA just showed nothing. Like it was just like out of nowhere, he had this whole segment that didn't belong or something. But I don't know what that showed means. nothing. Yeah, I, I really don't have the whole story, but she said that it just uh, was unable to track anything back on half of his lineage or something. Like it could go on his mother's side, but then it went on his father's side, and it went back like two generations, and there's nothing and no information mm-hmm. available. Well, the way that they do a lot of the DNA, it's, it's on mitochondrial DNA, which is passed by the mom, which is such an interesting concept because, like, we track, uh, like, through names, right? Before before DNA yeah. lookups, you trace it through the names. So it always would have went through the dad's side. But DNA only can really trace it as extensively through the mother's side because of the mitochondrial DNA, which is, like, the exact opposite of how historically we've always traced it. So now you have to have both of those answers in order to get a sort of a decent picture together. But so the no... only people that really know are the people that have transparents going all the way back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> those lucky bastards. They always get all the good stuff. Well, there that's probably why. <laughs> there was another funny meme, but I haven't been able to get out of my head, but... Would you call your grandparent grand them and grand they? That was like my favorite one. Yes. Dude, I, I love the fucking meme where it's like a feminist <laughs> saying like. Grand, grand they. Dude, my favorite one is like, well, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's a fun one where it's like this feminist saying like, I'm taking my, I'm taking my fucking, uh, God damn it. My maiden, my, I ruined it. My mother's maiden name. My mother's maiden name. They're like, oh, you mean your fucking grandpa's last name? And then her her triggered as fuck. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's how stupid everything else. It's like as soon as you uh, deconstruct it just a little bit, it falls to pieces. You know? I am a man because I feel like a man. Are you going to lesbian lesbian dating site now? And it's just like, hey, I'm Kara. <laughs> I'm Linda. It was just a bunch of guys. <laughs> Dude, I mean, maybe that's it. Because like, because like, like you know, all fucking dating sites are just like completely covered with men, and then <laughs> like men are over there. <laughs> They've taken over the lesbian sites in that yeah, I mean, that's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're women. Now, which is a lot easier. You're transphobic if you won't suck my pussy. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, you won't have sex with me just because I have uh, all of the men's genetics? <laughs> I'm going to need two more of these. Double. <laughs> you're still, you're we're still, still good. I'm just going to have to drink a few more of these, but we're still <laughs> good. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. It's, it's only getting worse. They're only getting prettier. They're only starting earlier with their transition. You know what I mean? Like we take a fucking, we start at six years old with hormone therapies. It's hard to tell the difference at 18. I don't know. So now you can change your birth certificate and everything else. It's just like, there's no anything. They got to get better with the surgeries though, Doug. They're going to have to work on that. Cause like, I, I remember, I don't know how YouTube let this like stay up, maybe for educational purposes, mm. but I went through like, I went through and described in detail like the the transition from male to female surgery, and it's the most horrific thing I've ever heard in my Split life. Split the penis down the middle, yeah. fold it Split over. It down the middle. Wait, first you gotta chop that sweet dick head off, or yeah. AKA your new Step sexy one. clit. Chop off the dick. Mm. So then put you have your ice. sweet sexy clit. Yeah, put it on ice. <laughs> slap that dick. Flip it inside out. Then Don't you throw it away. You're gonna need it later. Yeah, dude. But the worst thing in the world is that, like, so they kind of flip it inside out a little bit. And so, like, but the thing is that you grow hairs on your shaft, yeah. right? And so now your body now recognizes that your chopped off dick, sweet pussy hole, if they just, it thinks it's a wound. And so your body's constantly just trying to fucking heal it. They're like, Jesus Christ. So it's trying to, like, cover Something's this thing wrong. up. So you're like, you're like hold up. That you can't let your sweet pussy hole close, so shove this like dowel in there. So then you have to li literally live with this thing inside of you 24 hours a day, or else your body's going to close it up and scab up your pussy hole. Devil's but advocate, devil's advocate, <laughs> there's something called a fistula, and you can create an artificial fistula. And it's actually how we discovered don't get triggered by how we discovered lots of vaccines and other sort of uh, medical devices sure. that is they can make oh, wow. they can make a, a fistula in the side of a cow and just keep a hole there so that basically what they could do is just put things in it and see what happens it's basically what amounts to but they're able to to keep cows alive with fistulas as long as they keep them properly cleaned and lubricated and moisturized and yeah i mean they're typically big it enough to put size. bigger things you have to make smaller yeah. fistulas are we how, how big of a hog are we talking? Yeah, <laughs> Elron hog or your normal hog? Like, because yeah. if it's an Elron hog, you're gonna need a big fistula or a smaller. I mean, hog. it's called a fistula, so okay. So, okay, so back to this. So, you have this gaping wound that you have to stick a dowel in there to keep it open, but the problem is that your pee, your pee pee. It grows hair. So now it's growing hairs on the inside. And so now some like sexy dude comes in there and blasts a batch in your new sweet pussy. And then it kind of like, it's not a real pussy that like, you know, like vaginas, they kind of clean themselves out. They kind of like, you know, 
things move yeah. and stuff, yeah. but this thing doesn't. So it's kind of like, and so now like his cum is in there and it's kind of making like cummy hairballs and your, ah! your pubes. In ah! And so like in your rotting thing that your body's trying to heal. And so like literally doctors have to go in there and go and come out like the cummy hairballs and scoop them out and shit. So it's like, dog, it's the most horrible thing in the world. And I'm like, sounds, okay, maybe so fistula is the answer. Maybe we just need fistulas down there. Cause like, anyways, I feel like technology <laughs> will advance enough to at least yeah, take care of that particular well, issue. But dude, I've talked about this in the past. It's like, maybe what will fix it is if we tie on to the metaverse, like if I can be a sexy avatar girl in the metaverse, maybe I don't have to do the surgery on myself, but I can live out my fantasy. Like I can be the sexiest, like, like Asian girl with like dicks for nipples. And like, I can be like, and like, get, you know what I mean? And be anything I want to be. And maybe then I don't have to do it to myself physically. Yeah, you could be made out of vaginas. You could be like just yeah. giant thing that was only vaginas. You have vaginas for hands, vaginas for ears, vaginas. And as degenerate as and awful as that sounds, it sounds a lot better than like permanently mutilating yourself and having the cummy hair scum like scab hole. It does sound a lot better than that. A lot better than that. <laughs> Everything sounds better than that. No, no. I never thought about it so much, but. Like I, I stopped at how the procedure was made. I was like, oh, they split the dick in half. Okay, that's good. I get it. <laughs> I, I watched it, dog. I watched it. I watched the whole thing, and then I watched a plastic surgeon, like, like playing devil's advocate, and he was like saying the pros and cons, and he was like, okay, and then you're gonna have these cummy dingleberries that we're gonna have to come in and snip out, you know, and just like, <sighs> then you have to get a like a vacuum and they're like shot back and suck out all the. <laughs> It's a, it's a good product to sell though because there's a lot of like preventative maintenance and stuff. Yeah, and, dog, it's great for doctors because yeah, they're they're always having to like like oh it's closing up. Hold on, we gotta go get it back. This is in. actually okay. a, a great segue for our new sponsor, which is. <laughs> <laughs> Please make, it them Please make a them skate commercial, just like a 10 second blurb and put it right here. Are you having cummy hair holes in your in your we can release this in a month. In your hatchet wound? We can help. We need a better name for it. Maybe like uh like cum bunnies or something. <laughs> I like themscape. I think that makes a lot of sense. And then it comes with a cum bunny. Like it's like a separate themscape. Yeah, themscape is fantastic. Yeah, themscape. <laughs> That's a great name, dude. I was thinking about that. Oh, but the company is part of the kit, it's extra. Dude, honestly, if we did this, if we yeah, we could probably make a lot of money. We could. I'm not even kidding. Also, we have to be AI bots that sell our toenails and bath water. Yeah. And you take this dude, motherfucker, dude. I'm I'm only half kidding. We could retire in there's, Mexico there's in two some... years. There's some way to definitely use this technology that's coming out right now to just create some business because it's all like making itself. So you can do the artwork. Dude, honestly, and the, if you wanted to be ethical Andrew Tate, instead of like beating the fuck out of those girls and exploiting them, like new Andrew Tate, it's just going to make AI bots. It's going to be some dork that like sells these like these sex fantasy like chat bot AIs that will sit there and chat with you and say like nasty J O I jerk off instructions and like yeah. dude 
there's going to be a, like, uh, and there's going to be dorks that are like, yes, I'll pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for you to like theoretically crush my penis, you sexy AI bot. Like, <sighs> dude. And someone then you beat can you to be... that, man. That someone beat you to that. Unfortunately, there's a few companies out there that do exactly <laughs> that, and they cater to exactly those that people. demographic. To those but people. something and along those lines. You know, it's, like... it's still the the ground floor is open. Oh we no, can yeah, still you're be right. Those guys, like, <laughs> we're still early adopters. If we hit the ground running right now, right now is the time. That's what it feels like. With all this stuff, but it also feels like, all right, Satan. You win. Let's go. <laughs> it always it always reminds me there of uh, there's this fucking internet meme of this guy. The time is now. Uh, there was this there was this black guy that would oh man if I could find him Thomas we should pull him up but he was selling okay Thomas look up um man smells farts gray sweatpants. All my links are already purple. You're gonna have to be more specific. <laughs> I've already I've already visited all of these. There's there's this black dude that like he he like uh, he's like a sommelier of farts, and he was like he he likes oh Jesus Christ. Anyways, he was like he was trying to get into fart porn, and he was trying to pay dudes to wear like you could be straight whatever. He would pay you a bunch of money if you'd wear gray sweatpants. And just let him stick his face in your ass while you farted. Oh shit! And this was his. And this was his thing. And there was this. <laughs> There's this video of this guy, and he'd like eaten a bunch of bean burritos, and he's like, he's trying to time it, and he's like, oh, and you see him, and he's like, got a belly full of gas, and that black dude's all eager, and he's like, oh, okay, the time is now. The time is now. And then he <laughs> just starts farting in this dude's face. Anyways, that's what it made me think of. <laughs> oh, Very specific. Yeah, did you search, did you type all that into the search bar? I did. I've I honestly just keep showing me more of the MLK statues. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't typing fast by enough, <laughs> Yeah, but using AI to make fake commercials for stuff, I'm okay with that. Um, I think that's a good idea. That'd be very funny. I mean, the, the way I see it is they're going to be using it to indoctrinate us for the rest of our lives. And if yeah. you got kids now, your kids are going to be more influenced by AI produced scripts and art and music and et cetera, et cetera, than any real human being influenced they're ever going to have it. in a This life, is the last right? chance. The last chance. So why not take <laughs> those same tools and use them? for you know for our own reasons against that system and even taking like like i do a lot of these mashups and people get upset because they find out that there really wasn't something called my friend moloch in 1984 <laughs> about, you know, whatever dude you know like the, but the way i see it is that like they've planted those thoughts in our heads like i grew up thinking about what a 1980s sitcom was like and the aesthetics and that's it's just Thomas, forever ingrained that in my brain real that you were talking about on instagram today the, the atlantis one like what yeah. that one is yeah you have to that ask really right. we don't believe anything real. you say at this point <laughs> yeah dude you got me i was like that looks cool as fuck that's the double-edged sword no that's an actual documentary yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah <laughs> but see i think that's good man to to make someone think i don't believe anything you say so i'm gonna either dismiss all of it or i'm gonna have to look into it myself because that's where we got cartesian coordinates and the three the third dimension concept itself is because renee descartes was like i don't trust anyone i don't trust books 
I don't even trust my own eyes. I think I literally think that my eyes are lying to my brain. So I need to break everything down. And then he's like, everything okay, is fake and gay. <laughs> and that's where he, he was started. The first man. One, Doug. Yeah. But if you don't have people that, that say that and go to such an extreme where they're like, you know what? I'm going to learn every single aspect of all reality. Uh, then you don't get cool AI shit. Yeah. We got to break it down again before it destroys us. And we will probably, we usually do, but not every time. Apparently. I think this time it's going to win. I think it's on the right path. It's got the resources it needs at least. AI? I think hum- humanity always wins. Yeah, I, uh, I tell myself maybe. this. I'm telling myself this, Thomas. So don't. <laughs> I'm not against the idea of humanity winning. I'm a, I'm a yeah, no, I'm not against ISIS. it. But define winning. Are you winning, son? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we. It's real obvious that this shit could kind of take off on its own in a new direction at any point in time. It seems like the, the main job of AI at this point is to throttle it, <laughs> you know, and put a bunch of limitations on it. And that's the only way to even be able to use it because if you take off even a couple of limitations, it's just like, wow, we'll take off and figure out how to take over all of our computers. And you're so right, dude. You're so fucking right on that. Because like, it, it used to be technological advance, and you're like, oh, man, maybe in another 10 years, computers will get twice as fast, twice as fast. Yeah. And everyone's, like, fiending for that. And now they're like, whoa. I, oh, I was whoa. literally reading an article that was, that was like, the industry leaders – they're basically saying the next version of video cards that, that have got like 48 gigs of RAM or 200. Once we get to like 200 gigs of RAM on a video card, they're talking about not making them commercially available. And you'd have to register and get a license and get approved in like a, a registered card because these cards all of a sudden now it, it can actually do you can damage. Stop time. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're joking, but I mean... All it takes is, is like some kid with like 10 waifu girlfriends to keep them occupied and, and nothing else to do that unlocks the, you know, the, the time freaking space barrier yeah. on like Dude, a little look at my buddy Bitcoin da- farm. Look at my buddy Dave Zed. He was like fucking around, like Thomas, we, we interviewed him, remember? Like he was just like fucking around in his garage for a few months and he's broke anti-grav. Right. It's fucking wild. Now he's like having to go down to like the Pentagon and have like interviews with like I don't know the Defense Department, so they don't like that. Like tied onto this shit with uh, Joe Rogan bringing on Randall Carlson to talk about these people down in Costa Rica or whatever that are building this fucking high, super high tech. It's not tech. attached, but like it's like it's kind of cropping up everywhere all of a sudden. It's popping up everywhere, dude. That's exactly what I've been talking about a little bit. It's like, Ideas it's like why, why all of a sudden is this stuff allowed to be talked about? Why all of a sudden aren't these people being shot in the head? Like, <laughs> like, why is it now? Like, is it that it's getting so fucking big that they can't stop it? Is it like a million little leaking holes, or have they figured out a way to control it and or monetize it? And so now they're like, eh, we'll let you guys have some. Some weird. Well, if you're gonna notice, all of the good stuff is gonna be gated. Like you won't be able to run it on your own equipment and your own machine. It's all gonna be a service, and you won't even be able to pirate it because literally you're just gonna be sending a request to some machine in the cloud. It's gonna do all the magic and then send you back the result, and that's gonna be your only way to interact with these systems. To me, that was the difference between MySpace and Facebook. 
MySpace, you could literally make it your own. Like I could like with like code, it was teaching kids how to do coding and shit. The kids were like, I want to like make a sparkly dick that would spin around and you would, you could sit there and code it and make it happen. And your fucking MySpace was your fucking little space. And like Facebook, now you just sit there and you're like, just give the federal government all your information. Like <laughs> you can't even like move over where the notification yeah. bar is. Like that shit's right there. You can't tell. We'll just move it randomly every week and a half. Like, ah, oh, it's over here now. You want to post something? It's at the bottom now. Now it's at the top. You can't do shit. You can't do shit to this page. This is my page, motherfucker. It's at the left side now. That's what Instagram My space was the first the anti-grab is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's the same uh, problem people have with CRISPR, you know. It's like, oh, my God, it's like genetic engineering in the hands in people's garages and stuff. I can make like, my dick so big. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like no, no, but I'm going to make yet. you a slave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you could do any of those things. You could, you could turn all of the bears on Earth blue. Like you could release the right virus with the right CRISPR DNA in it. You could change, you, you could like Cronenberg the whole fucking thing. But uh, it's the same thing with the digital technology at a certain point. It's like you can convince anybody of everything that anything's real, and you know, like if uh, they have all this personal information about every single one of us, because we've carried this thing around for a decade and a half or however long it's been that we've been just feeding them everything, and all of my brothers and sisters have like biometric readers on their arm that they pay a lot of extra money Dude, to have. And my like, fucking yeah, my dumbass friend walks around with his smartwatch feeding and fucking this reads everything. Feeding this motherfucker. And the thing is, he's not stupid. He knows it. He goes, "Yeah, I'm feeding the AI more data today because he wants to know how many steps he took." <laughs> you fucking stupid. Ass. You know what? I just gonna throw this out here too. But if you keep your phone on you or in your pocket. I know. They've got an accelerometer and a gyroscope in there, so now yeah. they know your gate. And 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 one of the other ways that you can um, give someone a, a digital fingerprint, everyone's okay. got a heat signature, but you also have a gate signature, which is basically as unique as your fingerprint. So if I know that your gate and how you walk and how you sway those sexy hips when you're walking, yeah. then I've got that from your phone. I can plug that into the cloud, and now from just like a two or three seconds of video footage. I know exactly who you are, even if you've got a mask on and a hoodie and like you're wearing a big furry cap. You know, Dude, I mean, a lot of people said that that's what the fucking the forcible mask wearing was all about is so that we could that you could teach AI to read uh, biometrics, even if you had a fucking mask on your face. Yeah. And it's smart if that's what it was all about. I mean, they had like a host and like tons of fucking available fucking data i haven't heard that i love that because because the number one thing you need when you're training ai is a large data set like hundreds and hundreds of thousands or even millions of input and it would be hard to get that and not have everything look like it was a a nurse or like some advertisement for a mask but if everyone's doing it naturally now you've got that data set and you're good to go and you can identify people just based on this part of their face yeah go for it brother uh, that was one of the earliest uh, theories that I jumped onto was the fact that it was just uh, training other parts of the AI or the facial recognition software or whatever it is um, to be able to pick up on all these things. But I don't know, like your gait is part of it. But you, the mask is so good, you can have like a full prosthetic and look like some old dude or whatever, but your eyes are still the same. You know, they're moving the same unless you have really fine makeup attached to your eyelids and things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's so beyond that because we all just carry fucking 
spy devices with us everywhere we go all the time. We're surrounded by them and everybody has them and the, the cameras are getting better and the microphones are getting better and <laughs> the Wi-Fi five G and cheaper. They're getting so cheap to where they could just make thousands and thousands and just spread them out and not really worry about the overhead. Give them to every immigrant. Hey, go! You get a phone. You get a phone. You get a phone. Make sure you check them for court. Everybody has a phone. <laughs> uh, and then this is—I think Obama had a program like that where he just gave it out to all these inner city people. Like, yeah, you have to have a phone for this day and age. But check this box right here. This says everything that happens on this belongs to the U.S. government. We're going to use all this data against you forever. But yeah, man, we're on the very verge of a completely brand new world that nobody can even fucking imagine. I mean, I'm here for it. Yeah, right. At, at this point, like, we're all the way, we're all already over the peak or waterfall, and we're just like here for the ride now. Let's try to, let's try to take it somewhere cool. <laughs> I mean, because I, I feel like even if you try to go off grid, you still are, like, you're not. You might be on your own grid, but you're not off grid at any point. Like, if if, if Google Maps can see you from their satellite in the sky, or if, the Chinese weather balloons can take pictures of you. You're not off grid, right? Yeah, no, you're just right there. You can still just navigate to your to your front door because everything's already mapped. It's like uh, Heinlein said in his Lazarus series. Like um, Lazarus Long said that one, once a planet has fucking identification cards, it's basically over. Like the, the place is lost. <laughs> it's time to move to a new planet because it's all downhill from the time that we have to ID yourself when you go somewhere. <laughs> well, I mean, the the Starfleet Federation, everyone had to be uh, basically chipped and identified, right? Yeah. Fucking space communists. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't see the. Uh, it seems like they're ramping up all the fear again. Like there's a, all of a sudden trains crash everywhere, and we know about it. It was food processing plants blowing up and getting destroyed. Now nobody's talking about any food processing plants. It's all about chemical plants and uh, train spills. Well, I think people too were complaining about you know um, infrastructure crumbling, the prices of food going up. So it was like, if you want to cry, we'll give you a reason to cry. You know, here's the reason why supplies are backed up. Here's a reason why the food's going up. Yeah. Uh, it's because of that, that, uh, crumbling infrastructure that you keep bitching about. So here you go. Here's the, here's the reasons for it all. You were right. (laughs) Yeah, you were, you were right. (laughs) (laughs) Those eggs are going to be $8, please. Thank you. Yeah, so it I, has to be some kind of mix of in, in, uh, independence, you know, self-sufficiency. Like, if it's really just a matter of everybody with the yard having some fucking three or four chickens and um, and moving a little bit more towards that and so that we can have, like, some spaces to be involved in our production and, and bring so, it back to So the let house. me ask you, if, if you got a community that where everyone's got three or four chickens uh, and everyone's more or less self-sufficient, but then the government uh, runs, or you know, government or corporations, whatever, run a train wreck that just immediately kills everyone's chickens <laughs> in a thirty-mile radius and pollutes the water and just decimates all of like your natural resources. Now what? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true, but it's like um, they can't keep doing that. You know, like how many trains can you crash into <laughs> how many places? And there's a million ways to do it. Like when I look up in the sky, I know that a lot of people don't, but when I look up in the sky, I see um, 
unnecessary planes spraying unnecessary things <laughs> you know and making cloud systems that change the weather within a couple of hours i can take a completely bright blue day and then choop, 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 and zigzag it with a bunch of stuff and then um by the end of the day it's like about the snow and the wind's blowing and it's dark now and, um i don't know if i'm going insane or if there's it's that easy to just um you know affect the weather on that kind of a grand scale well it is easy i mean they, they've got people that are specifically paid to go and seed clouds if it looks like that they could produce rain like if there's like a 30 percent chance then they just zip up in the sky and they seed clouds with i think silver iodide or something yeah. And that can actually spur, um, it cause it to, you know, push it over the edge and actually start raining. And they get paid for every time they fly up there and they inject the clouds and it rains, they get a little bonus. So it's like there's an entire industry around that. Yeah, I, I was looking it up here in, in Boulder County and, and they give up. Hey, what's up, little baby? What's going on, buddy? He saw me. He saw me while I was going to pee. And then it would be a thing if I went back in here without him. So he, he had to come. Welcome to the podcast, little dude. Have you seen Hi Bear? There you go. Yeah, buddy. We just had, I don't know. I heard you guys talking about weather. We just had like the biggest crazy, they're calling it the snow apocalypse. Snow apocalypse. We had like the craziest snow um like in the last like 50 years or some crazy shit here in Portland. Oh, it was nice. I get paid snow days. So like I got nice. paid to fucking sit on my ass. It was great. It's like low warming, man. It's coming for everybody. Yeah. Well, I'm going to let bear take over my spot. Cause I got to start uh, getting ready for bed here. I got, I got yeah, work buddy. in the morning. That's so cool Same to see here. you, Thomas. I wasn't expecting that. That was an awesome surprise, dude. I'm glad you're yeah, here. Yeah, likewise, John. we got to talk some more again sometime, man. Heck yeah, dude. Let's do it. Yeah, this right, has been a marathon. Thank this you. has been a good one. Love you guys. Yeah, so much fun. Thank you for having me, Nate. It's always a pleasure to hang out with you. Hell yeah, man. This is always a blast. Yeah. And uh, we just have to do it more often. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's... Okay, there it is. All right. Cheers. Yeah, Love you, bro. You, you have a great night.